into the shadows with Jordan. Welcome back to another episode of Into the Shadows. What better way to celebrate Halloween than to share ghost stories and even talk about the origins of Halloween? Now, if you think Halloween is an American tradition, then grab some candy, sit back and relax because man, oh man, do I have news for you. Getting dressed up, going trick-or-treating, and even throwing an adult monster mash is all fun and games, but Halloween definitely did not start in America. Most scholars believe Halloween originated as a pagan holiday around 2,000 years ago in what is now Ireland, parts of France, and even the United Kingdom. The Celtic celebration of Samhain is a festival that was thrown at the end of the harvest season and ushered in a new one. During this time, it was thought to be believed that the veil between the worlds of the living and the dead was the thinnest and the best time to communicate with loved ones on the other side. With the veil being so thin, Celts believed it made it easier for the Celtic priests and the Druids to predict the future. In order to keep out the ill-intent spirits, bonfires were used as wards. It's speculated that the tradition of Halloween costumes came from this festival because villagers who attended these bonfire ceremonies wore animal heads and skins to appease the gods. Due to the bonfires attracting bugs, this is how bats get sucked into this Halloween situation. The bats would fly over and enjoy a really nice, big, tasty meal during this time. In later years, various folklore emerge citing bats were associated to death, doom, and vampires. In Nova Scotian mythology, a bat settling into a house means a man in the family will die. Or... If the bat flies around and tries to escape, it means a woman in the family will perish instead. Once the Romans conquered most of Celtic territory by 43 AD, they brought their cultural fall festivals with them. Ferala was the Roman celebration of the dead, and Pomina was another holiday where they honored the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. This is one of the reasons why people bob for apples during Halloween. A few centuries later, several Christian popes attempted to replace pagan holidays with their own religious ones. By 1000 AD, All Souls Day on November 2nd served as time for the living to pray for the souls of the dead. All Saints Day, or All Hallows, honored the saints on November 1st. That made October 31st, All Hallows' Eve, which later turned into Halloween. People in Old England and in Ireland continue to associate the end of October with the dead wandering among us. They would set out gifts of food to satisfy the hungry spirits. As time went on, the tradition changed to quote-unquote mummying, which looks exactly what trick-or-treating is today 
which is dressing up in costumes and asking for treats. The first Halloween in America started in the southern colonies. People began to celebrate the harvest by swapping ghost stories, fortune telling, and other traditions they brought with them. In the 1700s and 1800s, unmarried women performed rituals on Halloween in hopes to finding a husband. Single ladies used to throw apple peels over their shoulders, hoping to see their future husband's initials in the shape they made when they fell. They also bobbed for apples at parties, believing the winner would marry first. The holiday as we know it today really started taking off in the middle of the 19th century, when a wave of Irish immigrants left their country during the potato famine. They brought over their traditions as well as their superstitions like the jack-o'-lantern. But instead of carving pumpkins, they carved turnips, potatoes, and beets. Trick-or-treat skyrocketed in popularity when it became a commercial holiday in the 1950s. Over 179 million Americans celebrate Halloween and spend about $9.1 billion annually. Halloween has really always been my favorite holiday, It kickstarts the holiday season and it gets nice and cold and the weather and the leaves start to change. Um, Halloween sets really the tone to the fall season in my eyes. I'm totally one of those people who loves to snuggle up in their blankies and pop some popcorn and binge all types of scary movies. The Scream franchise is my favorite scary movie. My sister and I know this whole, all the movies, especially Scream itself, line by line, backwards and forwards. It's definitely one of our favorites. Now, as a parent, I love Halloween even more now. The excitement of decorating, uh, decorating the house and decorations all over Um, the neighborhood and driving around and seeing decorations. It's always so fun Um, and watch my daughter's eyes just light up and go, oh, that's so cool. Or or even at times get scared scared a little bit. Um, But it's just such an exciting time. And even trick-or-treating, like the joys of trick-or-treating and watching your kid go up and say trick-or-treat and, you know, kind of go outside their bubble a little bit and just get excited to put their handful of get a handful of candy. It's just an exciting time of year. It's just really a feeling that I can't describe either. It's just like this pure excitement. I think my inner child lights up a little bit along with my daughter and they get to bond when it's Halloween time. But I do have to say, when I lived in my single girl era, I lived in an apartment that was absolutely haunted. There would be nights where I would wake up and I would see this figure of a woman just laying next to me and I would like panic and it was just like I could literally see the features of this woman um, laying next to me and then I would roll over and there would be like this girl in like a bonnet situation and she was just like laying next to me too and I'm like what is going on (laughs) 
Um, it, it, there was, there's so many stories. Like there was this one time where, um, things would just like move around in the house. And this, this one instance stuck with me. I was just lying on the couch and I had a water bottle next to the couch. And I literally watched this water bottle tip over and then pop back up on its own. Almost like a spirit had like walked across it and knocked it over and then just like picked it up. It was so crazy. I was baffled. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, uh, oh, and then there was this other time. So I had, um, I had a roommate and our rooms joined by her closet. Um, I had just burnt my hand at a job that I was working at. So I had like three, third and fourth degree burns on my hand. Um, and I was recovering and all of a sudden my lights were flickering on and off and my hand got so hot like it did when it first got burned. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I got so scared. I actually called my parents in the middle of the night telling them what was going on. And my light at the time was this dimmer light. So you really had to like move it to get it to like, you know, it's high peak of like light and then and then all the way off. So like it was flickering on and off. Like I was just like, what? So I was terrified. So I opened, after I got off the phone with my parents, I was telling my roommate about it. So we, (laughs) so we opened the closet doors and we slept with a light, like a a lamp that was not connected to the lights um, up above. And we slept with the lamp in between the closets and um, <laughs> we moved our beds like closer to the closet so we'd be like next to each other, but we were still in our own rooms. And I just remembered like really not going to sleep that night. I was just really terrified. And my hand still hurt. Like uh, that was the weirdest thing. Like my hand wasn't hurting. I didn't have pain medication, but it just like for some reason my hand just hurt so bad and felt like it was back on fire. Like it was the most craziest story. Um, yeah, I just had so like, it, it, there was just so many incidences, like keys being moved around, things being moved. Like you just knew you put certain, like you have a routine and you just put things down in a certain spot and it wouldn't be there. And it was just like, you would go a couple of days without seeing it. And then all of a sudden it would pop up in like the most random spot. Like it wasn't, it'd be not in your routine spot. Like, you know, it was just crazy. I know at one point it was a family home that I was living in, in my single girl era. So I know at one point my mom saw an apparition of a man in the kitchen. She had like just turned around and like saw this man standing there. And I know she, she doesn't like really believe in like religion or even really spirituality. So she doesn't really believe in that stuff, but she was so, I think she was really spooked out about, I don't know if it was that incident or another that she actually called in one of her friends who was doing like ghost adventure stuff. And they took a picture of the outside of the house and there's all these orbs and they definitely weren't bugs. They were just orbs. I remember this photo. I'll have to like see, I'll have to ask anybody in the family if they still have that photo so I can share it. It was so crazy. Yeah, it was just, and that was the same house that me and 
me and my husband moved in to when we moved back to Connecticut and our lights would flicker and we lived in the bottom half of the apartment at that point. So it was a whole different apartment of the house and the lights would flicker like, yeah, of course it's our old house, but it it wasn't like lights that were attached to the ceiling. They were like lamps and things that would just like flicker or the TV would flicker. You know, it was like me and my husband would stay up before we got sober, we'd stay up and have a couple of um, glasses of wine and just like connect. And I remember <laughs> we were playing some stupid like game of like charades or guess whatever. Um, it was back when COVID happened. It was one of those like charade games that you had on your phone. So you would hold it up to your forehead and then you had to like guess what it was. And uh, like the lights dimmed almost like um, when you go to a theater and it's like time for you to go back to your seat during um, the emissions. And it, it did it like that. It like dimmed it like ding, like three times, like boop, boop, boop. Like, OK, you guys need to like go to bed or something. So we always we always used to joke around like when the lights would flicker, that would mean it would be our, t- our cue to like go to bed and stuff. It's so weird because you would like hear these footsteps and you couldn't tell if like there was someone going up the stairs to the apartment above or whatever. You would just like hear noises and stuff. And of course, yes, it's an old house, but and it's like rickety. But you just knew like instinctually, you just like knew that, you know, that noise shouldn't have been there. (laughs) But uh, now I'm going off on a tangent. (laughs) But um, I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. Um, If you're staying in, I hope that everyone is enjoying snuggling up and watching movies. Um, If you're out partying, please be safe and careful. Ubers, you know, get into an Uber, don't drink and drive, things like that. If you're trick-or-treating, then I really hope you guys get some awesome yummy candy. I can't wait to to go trick-or-treating. It's going to be a little chilly, so I hope it's not too cold. Um, But yeah, I, I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. And I can't wait to share some exciting news in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. Um, I've been holding in some news and I really can't wait to share. But other than that, let me know your thoughts on this episode and have a wonderful holiday. Mm